It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Our Locked On Astros, your daily Houston Astros podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Jeff Blum, and you're listening to Locked on Astros with Eric and Brett. He's sitting on 7-14. Here's the pitch by Downing. Swinging. There's a drive into left center field. That ball is going to be out of here. It's gone. It's 7-15. There's a new home run champion of all time, and it's Henry Aaron. The fireworks are going. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and I hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkStros. You can find the show at Locked On Astros. Brett, where can they find you at? They can find me at HTM Wheelhouse on Twitter and at Strohs411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Strohs. So I don't know if uh, y'all have watched the show Under the Dome, but we're going to be kind of talking a little bit about that today pertaining to the Astros and if they're going to play this year or if any baseball team's going to play this year. And we're also, uh, next week, we're going to go and get back on to the greatest seasons in franchise history. History We saved the three best for last. But remember, you can get locked on Astros on the podcast app Himalaya, as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And when you get in the car, tell your smart device to play a podcast. Locked on Astros. So you might have heard the clip from Milo Hamilton. That was uh, him. I know a lot of y'all recognize his uh, voice from his years with the Astros. But he was also there on that epic night. What I'm not going to do the math right here. But a long, long time ago in 1974 when Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's record of 715 homers. And, and that's how many homers that Hank Aaron hit at that time. I know that Barry Bonds would eventually break it, but uh, there's some question marks surrounding him. But this is uh, during this time where everybody's kind of staying at home. This is kind of a big deal uh, to kind of think about the Hank Aaron situation. Do you think that he'll be as good a player in today's game as he was back then? Yeah, you know, I I sat down and rewatched the the special that where um, Bob Costas interviewed him in the Jackie Robinson Forty Two Studio kind of thing, and see, I do know how long ago it was because it's a year older or two than me. It's actually forty five, forty six years ago where he broke that record. And watching that documentary, all the players like Dusty Baker, um, Willie Stargell, the great Cub. Um, Billy Williams, Lou Brock, all these Hall of Famers talked about how when Hank Aaron first came up, he was a slap hitter. Like he he was a spray hitter. He would slap the ball to right, slap the ball to left. And then he discovered power. He never really tried to pull the ball and he adjusted. And then even when he got older, when he was traded, when he went to Atlanta, when they went from Milwaukee to Atlanta and, you know, on the Braves in that stadium they had, it was a home run hitting park. And so he made another adjustment. I think he would be just as good a hitter, if not better today, because not only was he smart in his own mind and his own study of the game and the swing and how it worked and how to generate power. Imagine Hank Aaron with modern day trajectory and and exit velocity and launch all angle. the science yeah launch angle all that well i mean all the science that goes into hitting 
and all the all the analytical stuff that goes into hitting no not <laughs> trash cans but he he would he would definitely be i think just as good if not better but one of the interesting things he said in that in that sit down was that he felt Willie Mays was a better all-around player than him, but he said Willie Mays was never as good a hitter as me. He had a lot of confidence, but his confidence wasn't arrogant, though. His confidence was because he knew he had earned it. And uh, Dusty Baker had said, you know, he talked about how he was born with this talent and he was born with this. He said but he worked for everything he had, too. So not only was he born with it, but he tried to refine it his whole career, and that's what made him so great. Speaking of a slap hitter who became a home run hitter, let's talk a little bit about Christian Yelich. Um, we all know the situation. We uh, were supposed to be maintaining the social distancing until April 30th, and then uh, sometime soon they want to start playing baseball. We even heard Trump talking about baseball wanting to come back, and they're trying to figure out a way to get that to happen. And before we talk about what Jeff Passan said, I know a lot of y'all have heard about this. This is something you may not have heard. Christian Yellick, former guy who was with the Marlins, who was a good hitter, but uh, he didn't really develop that power until he went to the Brewers. But he said that he's he talked about all the potential issues with this plan. We'll talk about those issues in a little bit. But he said there's a very real chance that we don't play as much as there is that we do play. I would say it's probably 50-50. That's, that's kind of scary to think about, the fact that we could not have baseball this year. And he says that he saw Jeff Passan's plan, and he said there's a lot of guys have been talking about it, and I think there are a lot of challenges to that plan. I don't think that the plan that they are sure of going with, I could be wrong. I would have to look into a little bit more, but it will be definitely challenging. And one of the things that will be challenging about this is the in fact, what everything's going through right now, social distancing, we're not able to go see our relatives where we have to kind of like you, you came up, pick up a book today from my house and we had to maintain a, I left my, the book on my truck and then uh, we had a six feet distance just because we're all trying to stop the spread. But baseball players, they want to play, but at the same time, do they want to play in front of no fans and in that Arizona heat we'll have to talk a little bit about this more in a second but what do you think about what christian yelk said i think the players this is where we really get to see i mean they are real people so many so many times you know like last year's nl mvp race between him and bellinger before he had that tragic injury which i thought was terrible because i was really rooting for him i'll root for anybody over cody bellinger any day but what he's saying is really it's one of those things where you can see that these players are human where they're considering being away from their family for four and a half months where they're considering not being able to have mound visits the players would have to sit in the stands they wouldn't be able to sit in the dugout the coaches, I don't know if you heard this, the coaches would be quarantined or the coaches would not be able to be around the players or they, I don't, it, it's, it seems so bizarre. Now, as just a baseball fan who's longing for anything to resemble normal life right now, I'm like, do it. Of course, I'm like, do it, go do it because then I get to be entertained. But what if that's me? What if I'm the player? What if I'm the guy having to do that? And then I'm having to go into this bubble city. That's why I made that little graphic kind of under the dome, you know, go back to that amazing TV series that didn't last. But it's like you would be in this dome city. You would be in this bubble. And, I mean, I guess, I mean, if, if a Major League Baseball player is saying it's 50-50, Eric, apparently there's a lot of talk, but there's not a whole lot of action. 
Yeah, we're going to have to kind of talk about the action or lack of action or whatever the heck is going on after the break because we're up against the time. And remember, get the show every day. Subscribe to Locked On Astros on Himalaya, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. Listen in your car to or from work every day. Hey guys, while you're stuck at home and you don't want to get out because you don't want to go to a store and then risk getting the coronavirus, why don't you have the store come to you? Are you hungry? Why don't you have the restaurant come to you? Do you need some beer to watch that uh, great throwback Astros game? Why don't you have the liquor store or the uh, whatever store come directly to you? How about using Postmates? If you're like me, you'll probably start thinking about what to eat for dinner while you're eating lunch. I love food. That's why I love using Postmates. They deliver food from every restaurant I can think of right to my door. So no more trips to the store, no more late night fast food runs, and don't even worry about where to grab lunch anymore. Just download Postmates on iOS or Android, find your favorites, and get anything you want delivered within an hour. For a limited time, Postmates has given our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and use the code LOCKEDON. That code is LOCKEDON for $100 of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Welcome back to Locked on Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkStros. You can find the show at Locked on Astros, your team every day. Brett, where can I find you on Twitter? They can find me at H-Town Wheelhouse on Twitter and at Strohs411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always I, positive, always Strohs. I don't know where you were on this date in 1991, but this was this was the day in 1991 that Jeff Bagwell made his debut for the Houston Astros. Many years later, he's still one of the most legendary Astros out there, one of the most lopsided trades ever. And I think uh, after our best uh, franchise history, I do want to kind of dwell into looking back at some of Jeff Luno's trades and how did it work out for us. I, I know one of the ones I really want to look into is the one with the Brewers for Mike Fires and then what was his name? Uh, Carlos Gomez or something. But Yeah, Car- uh, Carlos, I flipped my bat for a pop fly Gomez. And I... I drop my hat. I can't find it. Can you help me find my hat? Uh, but anyway, we are talking about the Astros, the baseball in general. Are we going to see baseball in 2020? Jeff Passan came out and said that nothing's set in stone. And at this point, how can anything be really set in stone? Because we don't even know when the economy is going to get back up. We don't know when the social distancing is going to go away. So it's hard to really know an idea. But instead of being caught with their pants down, baseball is trying to kind of uh, piecemeal things for like before the whole nation opens up they're trying to find a way to kind of bring the nation baseball without the fans and while I think it's a great idea like you said I'd rather be watching baseball even if there's no fans there I saw and I think it was uh, Japan or something that they have uh, actual robot fans and uh, they actually uh, cheer and they they wave signs and everything and it's hilarious like you see the players um, actually sitting next to the fans and but they're playing without people in the ballparks they're playing with masks on them you're talking about before the break having the coaches 
kind of in a separate place so they don't get affected. Why? Because you have people like Dusty Baker, then Brent Strom, then you have, uh, they're old. Some, As the kids would say, they're old AF. And you don't want them <laughs> to get sick and catch their coronavirus because by May, this time that they want people to start playing baseball again, this is not going to be totally gone. We see China trying to get back normal everyday life, but they they were like under social or lockdown for like 76 days. The uh, We don't know what's going to happen, but what do you think about all these plans? I know you kind of talked about it already, but all in Arizona, why Arizona? Well, I'm assuming Arizona because you it is a hotter climate. I'm assuming, supposedly, since this virus is supposed to be killed off when the heat kicks in, that may be a reason. Also, they have a ton of ballparks there in Arizona. Florida has become a hotspot. Why? Because kids think they're basically bulletproof and the dummies have spread Spring the corona. Break. Because Spring yeah, they're break. like, I'm not going to let corona keep me from partying. Let's drink okay. some corona. Basically, it, it, it just like at first when I saw the idea or I heard about it, I was like, oh, that sounds like a really good idea. But the more you think about it, it just seems to really be almost unmanageable as a whole. I even saw a quote by Josh Reddick's wife where she said she would not look forward to her husband being away from their new twins. You know, the Astros, they have a bunch of new fathers, Lance McCullers, Miles Straw, Josh Reddick. You have these guys, you have um, Jose Altuve's wife who is pregnant with their second child. And I believe someone is, someone else's wife is due around, you know, August or something like that. And these players are supposed to be quarantined in this bubble town or whatever they call it, bubble boy meets baseball. It's just kind of weird. One of the one of the things I do like, Eric, is kind of cool, and I hope this translates when we get to a full season, is they say a possible increased use of microphones worn by players. That would be really cool. Hearing the players talk, I really like that during spring training when they showed when they showed Bryant, they showed Rizzo, you know, going back and forth. I thought that was pretty cool. There are a lot of like really odd loose ends. And I think right now they're kind of being like NASA. They're just like grasping at straws, whatever they can find to build the model. If the model fails, okay, we'll try something else. And it's this trial and error. And here's here's a hopeful thing for y'all out there. I just saw a model today that for us in Texas, we are supposed to peak around around May 5th. We're actually going to peak around April. It says like the last week of April. So they keep moving it back. So if those things keep trending that way, if the coronavirus keeps trending down and the cases trend down, then maybe they won't have to take all of these measures once they do start playing baseball. Yeah, and I think uh, they owe it to the fans. They owe it to players. They owe it to everybody involved, the people who sell hot dogs and the vendors, just everybody to make sure everybody's healthy and they're not going to, you're not going to have 37,000 people all of a sudden uh, get the coronavirus because one person had it. So they're going to take all the precautions. One of the things I did like was they would possibly be using electronic strike zone. So it would be kind of like softball, the uh, teacher versus teacher. And you have the umpire standing back behind uh, at the back of the dugout. You'll have the umpire kind of doing that. And this is a way that maybe you can have the pitcher and catcher communicate better. And so there's some stuff that they can try out this year. This whole year is going to be a tryout. They're not going to get 162 games in. There's no way unless you're going to really go deep into December and you're 
you're going to have the neutral site uh, ballparks. I know uh, we talked about them possibly taking away the all-star game from the Dodgers, but how could they reward them by maybe giving them a uh, neutral site World Series? Because we know they're not actually make it to the World Series. But so uh, there's just so much to discuss, but we're still in the baby stage stages. Arizona has 10 spring training ballparks and they have the Arizona uh, Diamondback Stadium, and they're all within 50 miles of each other. So if this happens, it's basically going to be minor leagues all over for these guys. Um, but the difference is they're going to be basically, you're going to have to sit here, you're going to have signed seats. And something I was reading about is they're wanting to do seven innings double headers. That's crazy, especially when it gets hot in Arizona. It's like 100-degree weather. We thought it's hot in Arlington. We thought it's hot in um, St. Louis during the summer. It's going to be really hot there. I don't think this is the plan for the whole season. I just think it's the plan for the start of the season for us to find out if it's safe to gather in big crowds and we don't have the risk of the virus spreading. Yeah, you know, that is really their number one concern and it has to be obviously is the safety of the players now i will say this being being a nate well i guess not truly native but being here pretty much my whole life in the houston area humidity heat is way different than arizona heat i've been to to arizona in august when it was like 115 one time and it didn't feel like 115 i'll be real honest in the shade it was like 80 it was weird there's like this 30 40 degree temperature difference between the shade and being in the sun so the dry heat's not as bad as it is if it was 100 degrees here. It would be really bad because in Arlington, the reason why they got that retractable roof and built Minute Maid 2.0 is because it's so damn hot in that stadium. I mean, I have been to so many games in that stadium. It was just, it was like you were you were burning your butts just sitting on the seats. I think really the hardest thing for the players, Eric, is going to be this, is going to be adjusting to this not feeling like some pickup game. This, and... Is this the year that if let's let's say we do play a hundred game season, okay? Let's say we play a hundred game season. I'll tell you what, I don't want the Astros winning the World Series this year. I don't want the Astros winning the title. You know why? I'll tell you why. And thank you for asking. The Astros, if they win in 2020 in a shortened season, everyone will say, Well, see, your first title was because you were cheating. Your second title was in a shortened season, and it'll be cheapened. So screw the title for 2020. We want the 2021 World Series. You know what? Dodgers, win the World Series. Please, win the World Series in 2020 so we don't have to hear you cry anymore about not being World Series champions. So imagine that if the Dodgers did make it to the World Series and then you have a team like the uh, Yankees playing them. They have to play a neutral ballpark. All the games could literally be played at... Dodger Stadium and that's something to kind of consider but something that we haven't really touched on is we know that this year the rosters were supposed to expand to 26 players I think it's probably going to have to go up to 30 because you're going to want to have enough arms you know these guys are only going to have two weeks to get re-ready if that's a word and then you're going to have so much to do and then you have all these double headers and so what I think they may do I think football does this is you have like 50 players on your roster but before every game you set an active roster so these are your 30 players out of these 50 because we're not going to be able to pull these guys up from round rock anymore 
we're not going to be able to have probably a minor league season, uh, at least until the coronavirus is uh, stuff is gone. So um, I know minor leaguers are going to be kind of screwed over a little bit here. But at the same time, if they increase the roster space to 50, think about all those minor leaguers who are going to get a chance that they wouldn't get a chance. And maybe they are not active for every game. Maybe, maybe they're not active ever. But this is in case somebody gets hurt or uh, you have so many doubleheaders, but there's just, there's nothing set in stone at the moment. And baseball and the major league players association, they really want to get a job done because as Yellick said, there could be as easy, not a season this year. And if that's the case, we will totally lose out on watching George Springer play in the Houston Astros uniform anymore, unless they re-sign him. And then you also have, you're going to lose Michael Brantley and Josh Reddick. So that's probably going to come to fruition if there's no season. So hopefully there's a way that they can get in at least 100 games. But to your point about not winning the World Series in uh, 2020 because of short season, why do people say the Rockets won those two back-to-back championships? Yeah, that's what I'm, I mean, that's, that is my point. But you know why, right? Because Jordan was playing baseball. Because Michael Jordan left left basketball because he was about to get hit with a big gambling scandal. So he left the NBA for two years to chase some faux dream of playing baseball. And then Akeem Olajuwon, who is the most dominant center of all time, yes, the number one center of all time, comes in and they completely wreck the NBA. They trash the East. They trash the West. They go through. They're down 0-2 in one of those series. And I was at that Game 7 when they beat the Suns and the our own Houston Chronicle you know, call us, call us choke city and all that bull crap. Yeah, dude. Like I have a chip on my shoulder for my Houston championships. I mean, hell, the only Houston championship I can think of that doesn't have a controversy behind it, the freaking Comets. MLS team, <laughs> whatever their name is. And then the Comets, the Comets won like four, four titles with Van Chancellor. And I'm like, Gosh darn it, can I just get a normal freaking title? I want a normal title. I don't want 2020, Eric. I'm sorry. Um, I'm tired of everybody saying, oh, Houston, whatever, man. Screw 2020. 2020, double rods. Let's go 2021 World Series champs. You can find him on Twitter at H-Town Wheelhouse. You can uh, express your complaints towards him, not me. Um, I am all for the Astros winning in 2020, and uh, this is going to be uncharted waters. I guess the country's going through it, but the, I guess baseball just has to decide how important is it for people to play baseball? Like we saw with 9-11, once baseball restarted, it was a way for people to kind of get something to distract them. As we saw with Hurricane Harvey in 2017, a lot of people, as they were rebuilding their lives after losing everything in the flood, what did they do? They tuned in to follow the rock, the Astros to and as they won the World Series. And that's why you saw all those people go out to that parade because this meant something. And I think baseball will heal things. But at the same time, I'm not willing to risk the health of these players, their families. And as a as somebody with two kids and a wife, I don't think I could be away for three months. And I know that people do it all the time in the armed forces, but I don't know if players will want to do that. There's a lot of stipulations. We'll have to talk about this once there's more stuff coming out. Any final thoughts? As as passionately as I rail against 2020, I guess some of that's just some raw emotion as a Houston fan coming out. I do know that ultimately, if they do take the field, the Astros are professionals. And obviously, if they go out and they win a World Series title, 
I'll be happy if they win. But really, in the heart of it, deep down in my heart, I just I just am tired of everybody piling on us every time we win something. I think the players, ultimately, at the end of the day, will want to play. I think at the end of the day, ultimately, their families will understand, um, especially if it means a paycheck or not a paycheck or getting all their money versus some of their money. And I think if it's a money issue, I think if it's a paycheck issue, I think families will gladly let their let their spouses go for a few months, but the players may do it reluctantly. And so, you know, it's just going to be interesting, Eric. My final thought is that I just really don't know what these players are going to do because not a whole lot of them, other than Christian Yellick and unnamed sources, are really saying a whole lot about it. It's almost like, I don't know if they're just ignoring it. I don't know if they're dealing with it differently, but we just need to get something going, man. I'm all for robot fans. Let's do it. (laughs) Maybe they're just not, they don't have trust in their commissioner. Uh, after everything that's kind of gone on, but I'm not to take stabs at him, but the season does begin in May. Then that means sometime in April, we will hear about the Red Sox, uh, what happened with that scandal. But that's a story for another day. And I think that uh, it's going to be really up to the players uh, if they feel safe and they feel comfortable. But yeah, I wanted to take a second to give props to Justin Verlander and Kate Up. They recorded a video and said that they're going to donate all the all their all his paychecks for the next uh, what four weeks or so to different charities. And uh, you could tell that this was just something that they they just started talking about. So they they were just like, look, this is something that we want to do, and it's not because we have to. It's because we want to do that. And we saw that I'm never going to give Rangers players credit, but Senshin Chu donated, what, a whole lot of money for uh, all their minor league players? Like, he's paying each minor leaguer a certain amount of money. And I don't have that number right in front of me, but it's just amazing, all the compassion. You see Joe Smith out there doing all this stuff for charity and his wife at their food banks and stuff like that, what Carlos Gray has did. So, guys, maybe this whole situation is bringing out the best in everybody. And that's what we hope you think about every time you listen to the Locked On Astros podcast. We try to talk about the best things, but we got to talk about the other things sometimes too. But that's all we got for this podcast. Thank you for listening. And remember, you can subscribe to the show on Himalaya, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. When you get in car, tell your smart device to play the podcast. Locked on Astros. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.